You're listening to Sky Aspects with Cleopatra Jade, a podcast about astrological topics, also full and new moons. Enjoy, guys. We have a jam-packed and transformative week full of planetary transits. We have a bunch going on this week. There will be a full moon in Gemini, which is going to help us seek better alternatives in our lives. Mercury is going into Capricorn, which could help us develop a master plan for ourselves. And by the end of the week, Venus will be entering Capricorn as well, helping us take our commitments and financial situations more seriously. Looking at the vibes on the graph, it absolutely reflects this busy week we have ahead of us. We have a minimal amount of mental energy, which will be occurring between the 5th and the 6th. Jupiter is going to be making a square with Mercury, so it may throw things off. Mental-wise, this week, we have some stuff that's going to be helpful, but in a lot of ways, we may feel more scattered than typical throughout this week with some of the other alignments that are occurring. The highest vibe on the graph this week, which will be lasting from the 7th all the way up to the 11th, is romantic energy. Venus will be very active this week on top of changing signs. So it is going to put a flirty tone to the air. It is going to put a more romantic tone to the air. In a lot of ways, this might be a week where romance is over the top with some of the alignments that Venus is making. Once it gets into Capricorn, it may simmer down a little bit, but it is connecting with Uranus at the end of the week. So that may also rev things up yet again. This romantic energy is intersecting solitude and ambitious energy mixed in with mental, social, good luck energy, and emotional sensitivity. Again, this week is a little weird. So you might feel social one moment and the next you're needing time to yourself. There may be moments where you don't feel social, but yet you don't want to be by yourself. So you're dragging yourself out or you're making yourself be social or communicate with people. So this week has a weird tone to it. It's edgy and there's a bunch of Uranus stuff going on throughout this week. So this week may be a bit unpredictable, causing our moods to fluctuate and things to not necessarily go as planned. So this week's got some weird stuff to it. So yeah, we're in for an interesting week for sure. Let's look at the next bunch of days and see what we can expect. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. As a reminder, don't forget to like and subscribe because it helps this channel grow. And if you'd like to support the work of this channel, you could do so by buying me a fresh cup of coffee. There's a link in the description box below. As I was saying about the 5th to the 6th, mentally we might feel distracted a bit because Mercury will be making a square with Jupiter. And a lot of the times when Mercury makes a square with Jupiter, it can cause a bit of forgetfulness. It's not mental fog like when Mercury connects with Neptune. It's more or less just being scattered. It's more or less feeling like you could do everything, but that's impossible because we only have 24 hours in a day. So you're kind of scattering your energy all over the place. It's like going through your phone to reply to a text message and 
then 20 minutes later, you find yourself in a scroll hole on social media instead of replying to the person you're supposed to be replying back to. So this may make us come off as flaky, even if that's not our intentions. I mean, I don't know if flaky is ever really an intention. Some people are just flaky, but there could be moments where we're just not replying back to text messages because we got distracted with something. And another thing with this too, because of the distraction levels, it can be hard to concentrate on important details. So if you have anything important that you need to go over, this could make it hard. On top of that, Mars is retrograde in Gemini, which has a lot to do with paying attention to the details. So this could further ramp this whole situation up. And another thing with this transit too is we have to be aware of blowing things out of proportion because with Mercury and Jupiter, sometimes the little things can become big things. Again, with the flakiness, somebody may not respond very well or somebody may come off flaky to you and you're, you may be blowing things out of proportion because you're not hearing back from the person in a timely manner. Or something's just worded completely wrong and it just ends up turning into a bickering match. But on the next day, we transition out of that energy and we head into Mercury in Capricorn. And Mercury will be in Capricorn until February 11th because Mercury is going retrograde. We have about one week before Mercury heads into the shadow period. December 12th will be Mercury's pre-shadow period for this retrograde series. Then this planet will go retrograde on the 29th of December, go direct on the 18th of January, and then out of shadow February 7th of 2023. So just giving you guys a little bit of a prep for this. So jot these dates down. But of course, when we get to that period, I will talk about that at nauseum. In the meantime, we've got a good week of a regular schmegular Mercury in Capricorn. And since this is Mercury, this is going to change the tone with how we communicate our thought processes and what we need to stimulate our minds from a go big or go home saggy approach to a more methodical approach like we have in Capricorn. Mercury in Capricorn helps us get mentally honest and real with ourselves about our responsibilities, our financial situations, our long game, our maturity levels, and everything else in our life we need to commit ourselves to. Everything else in our lives that we need to take seriously and thinking about how we're wasting our time or using our time wisely. This is why this Mercury in itself can be hard because a lot of the times we don't want to focus on those things. We want to focus on fun things. And this is why Mercury and Sagittarius is a lot of fun because we're not necessarily so concerned about those serious things. And in Capricorn, we have to commit ourselves to actually working through what we need to work through. So that way we can have a solid life. Our mind goes on what's going to give us security necessarily the warm and fuzzy security. Mentally, our minds go to sustaining ourselves. So with this kind of Mercury, our minds go on developing some sort of master plan for ourselves. And it's not to say it's going to be something grand or you're looking to conquer the world, but it could be developing some sort of plan that's going to help you in the long run. Some sort of plan that's going to help you have the security you need in terms of financial situations, which could be about creating a solid foundation now. So that way, when you do go after what you want career, wise or whatever else is going to sustain you, you have something that's proof of your mastery. And this could be a portfolio. This could be building up a great reputation in your industry or taking the necessary stepping stone jobs in order to ensure that you have what you want later on down the line. And if it isn't career, maybe it's other things that you're wanting to get serious about so that way you can have solidness in your life. This could be a time where you're working on your maturity levels because being reckless and irresponsible isn't getting you anywhere in life. So this could be a period of taking accountability on those things. This could be a period of becoming more responsible about your life. This could be a period where you're looking to become more of a go-getter in your life and be more ambitious about things. And in this energy, we think about our image. We think about our outward image. We think about our reputation. So this could be a time of building that.
building your reputation doesn't always have to be about job stuff. It could be about fun stuff. It could be about having a cooler image on social media or building a better reputation around the people you socialize with or networks that you're trying to become more affiliated with. Whatever the situation might be, this will have us thinking more responsibly. One of the great things about this is it helps us think more critically about things. It helps us take our time and not rush in and not make impulsive decisions. This is a more cautious and deliberate sort of energy. So this will help us take a step back and consider if something is worth our time or not, if something is worth the risk or not. Even with deciphering data, this will help us in terms of seeing if something is nonsensical, if something is non-factual, because it's a really discerning sort of mercury. Of course, there's always a lower expression, and with this one, it could be a hard mercury, and it could be a hard mercury in the sense where we tend to be more critical than normal, we tend to be more critical of ourselves, we tend to be more critical of others, so we need to be aware of negative self-talk, we need to be aware of being too judgy, because that happens often in this energy. This is a very honest energy, as well. Capricorn is a very honest energy overall, and that's the great thing about Capricorns. At the same time, it could be harsh at times if it's not delivered correctly. And so because this tends to be a less emotional sort of combination, there could be times where some of the things we're saying is more ruthless than normal or just cold cutting and dry. And another thing we do need to be aware of with this is being too focused on outward security. Obviously, we need to focus on sustaining ourselves, but this is the type of energy where we can become too focused on image. We can become too focused on the superficial things and overly success hungry. Nothing wrong with wanting to be successful. We should all strive to be ambitious, but of course there's always an extreme case end to anything. So we have to just be aware of the shadow side of that. So other than that, this is going to be helpful in a lot of ways in terms of us getting back on track. Obviously, Mercury is going to go retrograde in the sign, so this is really going to get us in order, and it'll help us reconfigure Capricorn themes in our lives. So, yeah, we're definitely in for a treat with this one. On the 7th, the Sun is going to oppose Mars. With the Sun oppose Mars, this means we're at the halfway point of the Mars retrograde in Gemini series. So, we are halfway done. We only have about a month left. Well, five weeks left. But then we'll hit the post-shadow period, and that will make things easier than what we've been dealing with in this retrograde. The thing about this alignment is it carries peak energy because it is like full moon energy when we have these oppositions. So this is going to be the peak of the cycle, which is going to rev up any Mars retrograde scenarios that you might have going on. This could cause us to have a low tolerance for people. This could cause us to be more edgier than normal. This can cause us to be more triggery than normal. So there may be an argumentative tone to the air. There may be more confrontation to the air. There could be moments where passive aggressive is going on more than usual because sometimes within this Mars retrograde energy, sometimes we can deal with passive aggressiveness. Sometimes it's not outright anger. Sometimes it's not outright confrontation. Sometimes it's situations like that. And if any of those scenarios are going on during that period in time, it could end up getting called out, resulting in fights, resulting in arguments. This is absolutely bar fight energy. I mean, this is happening on Wednesday, but you know, people go to the bars on Wednesday. People go in and get their hump day drinks. So try to avoid a hump day bar And the thing about this energy is, yes, it's a lot of edge and it's a lot of piss and vinegar. At the same time, this could be a fun energy. It is just highly reckless energy. So again, that 
goes hand in hand with the drinking that comes up with this energy as well. This could also be risky behavior when it comes down to sex because Mars has a lot to do with our sex life and it can be inflated with this energy. And of course, because it's connected to the sun, there could be this need to boost your confidence and get a cheap thrill. So that can also end up inflating situations as well. But try to be aware of what you're doing in this energy because things tend to backfire. Again, it does have a fun tone to it. It can be fun even though it's edgy. It can actually, if channeled correctly, we can use this to help us be ambitious. We can use this to help us get through hard tasks. With Sun Mars energy, we can use this to push ourselves and put ourselves out there and go after what we desire. We just have to be aware of how we're doing it and we have to be mindful of our behavior, our attitudes, and our tone. And being mindful of yourself will be crucial because there's something else that's occurring around this time and it's going to last until about February. We have a yod that's reforming from the south node at the apex point, Mars in Gemini, and Chiron in Aries. This yod started developing at the end of August, beginning of September, so just around the point in time that Mars went into its pre-shadow on September 3rd. And this is going to bring up some themes that need to be let go of because we're dealing with the south node in Scorpio. So from now till about February 3rd, we can see more Scorpionic themes play out and on a collective level or on an individual level. Those with fixed and mutable sign placements will feel this the most, mostly the early to mid degrees of these placements. But this could bring up situations where we need to let go of controlling behavior, petty behavior, jealousy, where we might have to work on secretiveness, unhealthy coping mechanisms, compulsions, obsessive behavior, refusing to look at the truth in situations, and secretiveness, and a lot of old baggage. So it's going to bring up those types of themes. I just want to bring this yod to the awareness since it's going to last a long time. And on top of that, it's coming back from September. So it is going to bring up some themes. So if there was some unfinished business at that point in time regarding those types of themes, they could come up on an individual level, or we could see some of these things play out collectively. And the seventh is truly a day of high concentrated planetary energy. We have another alignment going on with the sun making a quincunx to Uranus. And this can bring in some sudden changes. It could bring in some behavior that's a little out of control. This week has a tone to it where that ambitious energy was high on the chart because this is a highly ambitious week with all the revved up energy we have and all the action-oriented energy. However, the action-oriented energy is not necessarily some of the best. So we're going to have to try and stay as balanced as possible because with an alignment like this, we can make the changes we need to make, but we have to be aware of being too impulsive and making impulsive decisions or doing things so recklessly that it ends up backfiring on us when we're wanting to make the changes to things in our lives. And because this is a quincunx, we can lack a lot of insight when it comes down to the reckless things we do. A lot of the times with an energy like this, sometimes it could be recklessness in our personality, having an ego that's so off the charts that we have no regard for other people. So you definitely want to be aware of that because this is highly keyed up energy. It can cause us to feel super energetic that day, but at the same time, we just need to be aware of how we're behaving. Also, go slow with everything, especially with that Mars opposition that's still occurring because that'll be going on for a bunch of days. But take your time when doing things. Don't jump into anything really fast and be mindful of your body too because a lot of the times with this energy, it could be kind of clumsy. So you just want to be aware of that. And the day is going to definitely feel edgy because Venus is going to make a semi-sextile with Pluto around that point in time. So on that same day, on the 7th, we have that alignment, which could bring up petty behavior in relationships. With an energy like this, we'll have to be aware of wanting to even the score with people. It could be the type of energy where you might be seeking revenge in some sort of way. And I don't mean that in a crazy way, but in a way of just being tit for tat. 
It's kind of like your partner pissed you off, so now you want to piss them off. Now you want to make them uncomfortable. So it has that edge to it. And so the edginess continues as we get into the eighth because now Mars that happens to be in retrograde is also connecting with Uranus. Again, this week we have a lot of Uranus connections, so that's going to really key up the unexpected throughout this week. So please be mindful of yourself. Mars and the Sun are still in that opposition, and now Mars is in the semi-sextile to Uranus. And again, this is one of those energies that could be a lot of fun, but if channeled incorrectly, it can result in a lot of clumsiness. We could feel antsy. We can feel impulsive. We could want to make changes suddenly to something because we can no longer wait. In situations where we felt constrained, we might want to break out and break loose. One of the last times this occurred was on September 26th, so it's going to bring up themes from that point in time. So think about constraining situations that you're over in your life. Situations where you're ready for something to happen and you want to make it happen. It's just not ready that could rev this up here. This brings in a rebellious tone to it as well. So be aware of being defiant for the sake of just being defiant. Mars Uranus semi-sextile will come back up around February 18th of 2023. And by that point in time, we may have more insight about what we need to do and we may be more calm. Generally, when we hit the post-shadow, things are easier. So hopefully whatever the situation is that has caused some sort of unsettling moments is more resolvable by that point in time. On the 9th, Venus is going to make a square with Jupiter. With all these crazy transits going on, I probably should have opened this up with we have a reckless week full of planetary transits because this week definitely has quite a spicy tone to it. And with this Venus square Jupiter, it's the lightest of the ones, but it can puff situations up. This is one of the other reasons why we were seeing romance high on the chart. But because of all the other alignments combined with this one, it can bring in a reckless tone when it comes to romance, when it comes to spending, and when it comes to indulging. So we could be more grandiose when it comes down to these things in our lives. In love life situations, we may either overinflate romantic situations or blow things out of proportion in romantic situations. This could be a day of indulging in food and drink and any other stimulants that make you feel good because it is anytime Venus and Jupiter get together, it's a celebratory vibe. And this is where I say this is fun. But at the same time, it's something that you want to be aware of because you may have a few bottles of wine too many with this, resulting in feeling like shit the next day. And because of the edge of the week itself, this may be a time where you're just wanting again to take the edge off. And so you're going overboard in order to feel good. And also just be aware of spending with this energy because it does give that retail therapy sort of vibe to it. And again, with the week being as edgy as it is, you just want to make sure you're not going overboard. It's like treat yourself, but make sure you're not doing it to a point to your detriment where you're overspending what you have. It's like we're leaving all of this Sagittarius energy with a bang. I mean, we still have Sagittarius season and the sun in Sagittarius, but as these planets are leaving Sagittarius, they're squaring up to Jupiter and doing a bunch of other things. And so it can definitely rev up the craziness. But on that same day, around 740 or so Pacific time, Venus is going to go into Capricorn. So this is going to change the tone in how we view romance and finances from a shoot your shot method to a more cautious approach. And when I say cautious, I don't mean fearful. I mean, take your time and be practical sort of approach. With Venus and Capricorn, we take a more sensible approach when it comes down to our love and finances. We take things more seriously. We take a step back and we look at the situation for what it might be rather than getting caught up in the excitement of it all. That way we can decide whether this is worth our time and investment or anything like that. 
This is because Capricorn is a committal sign. And so it wants to make sure it's making the right commitments in love and money. So that way it's not investing its time and energy into the wrong people and situations. So what this does for us on a transit level is it can help us take our time and be more deliberate about whatever we're going to throw ourselves into. So when it comes to love life, if you're single, this might be a time where you're wanting to take your time and make sure the person that you're interested in is actually someone that you want to spend time with. So you may not have an all-in or all-or-nothing approach when it comes down to people of interest. This may be a time of getting to know them more before you really commit yourself to anything. A lot of the times during Venus and Capricorn, people tend to attract those who are a little bit more sophisticated. People tend to attract those who are more mature, or it could be an age gap situation. So this could be a time where you're meeting people who are at a different level than you, whether that be age-wise, whether that be maturity level-wise, whether that be financially, because this tends to happen as well within this energy. For those who are in relationships, this could be a period of recommitting yourself to that relationship. This could be a period of taking things more seriously in your relationship. This could be a time to take more responsibility within your relationship in a good way or starting to notice that your partner is becoming more accountable about their actions. Venus and Capricorn is an annual thing and depending on Venus's orbit, sometimes it falls around Christmas time, sometimes it falls around this holiday time. And it's interesting how people make these commitments during these times and what I mean by that is... A lot of the times people end up getting engaged during these times. People get end up getting engaged during Christmas. They end up committing themselves during that period. And a lot of the times this happens when Venus is transiting through Capricorn. And obviously we have Capricorn season, which is about committing yourself to a serious situation. And I'm not saying that people are all of a sudden going to get engaged, but you know, it can be more revved up during this time with Venus being in Capricorn and all this Capricorn energy we have going on. Financially, this could bring out your inner go-getter. So this might be a time where you're feeling more ambitious than normal and you're looking for ways to sustain yourself you're looking for ways to make more money you're looking for ways to get yourself to the next level or to the top completely when it comes down to your career so this could be a period where you're diligently working on all of that of course there is the lower expression when it comes down to this energy as it is anytime a sign goes into a new planet And with this, because of the cautious nature, sometimes we can get stuck in a decision. Sometimes we can get stuck in terms of not necessarily going after the relationship because either we're afraid to make the move or we're afraid of the risk of it. And that can leave you stagnant and stuck and not necessarily moving the way you want to in your love life. Because of the cold nature of this, there are times where there could be a lack of warmth in certain unions. Sometimes in certain unions, it could feel like a business arrangement. So it may inflate those types of qualities if you're having experiencing those situations in your relationships. There tends to be a lack of vulnerability. There tends to be a lack of affection when it comes down to this. And it's not saying that if you have Venus and Capricorn, you're like that. And it's not saying that it can't be a romantic time because there's definitely romantic moments within this energy. But it can enunciate situations where that's a problem within the relationship. So it could have you reconsidering what you're doing. And if you want to go further with this person, that isn't offering emotional fulfillment. Other than that, this is a good energy for really focusing your energy on what's important and taking your love life more seriously. So let's use it for its practical purposes. And over the weekend, we've got some Venus and Mercury stuff going on. Mercury's going to make a semi-square with Saturn, which is not the most helpful in terms of feeling enthusiastic. So over the weekend, we might be more overcritical. We might feel less motivational. We may feel less optimistic than we normally do. This could be a period of shutting down when it comes down to communication and just wanting space to yourself, wanting time to yourself, really being in your head and but really having to watch your internal dialogue because this can cause us to be self-critical. So you want to try 
your best to pull yourself out of that whenever you can. Also, Venus is going to make sesquiquadrate to Uranus, and so that's going to bring up more of the Uranian energy that I was speaking about. Because of some of the cold energy that's occurring throughout this weekend, this could be a situation where you're being overly detached in a dating situation or in a romantic union, or we're dealing with people who are overly detached. This can also bring in a sudden need to make changes to a relationship, make alterations to a relationship, especially if we're feeling restrictive or we're not getting what we need out of that relationship. So abruptness can happen with relationships that are unhealthy. Abrupt breakups can happen with relationships that are unhealthy. Also because of the need to make alterations, be aware of what you're doing to your appearance because hard Uranus transits with Venus tend to bring in unexpected results when it comes down to our looks. So you just want to make sure you're not messing with any of that. So yeah, do your best to stay grounded this week. It is high octane and it definitely has a lot of twists and turns to it. So anyway, I hope you all have the best week ever later and see you in the next episode.